I'm just noticing something. Maybe, maybe it's a typo. Maybe it's not. But it says LSU versus Tennessee series recap. Oh yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to fix that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was just making sure. I wanted. I was just making sure. I was like, they probably don't want to really care about it to hear about the Tennessee recap after these last two games with South Carolina. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get that fixed. All right, guys. Uh, happy Easter. Happy Easter. Uh, it is it is a wonderful time. Uh, Zach, my most favorite holiday uh, is Easter um, for multiple Thank reasons. Uh, obviously, because of our tradition, just because it's amazing, um, just because it's an amazing tradition of our families. Um, I won't go too, too, too much detail about that because we're on a little bit of a time crunch tonight. Um, but I love doing just because, Zach. Looking forward to doing that this Easter. And, of course, most of all, uh, celebrating the resurrected Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, most importantly, um, and first and foremost in our lives is Christ. And, indeed, we believe he is risen. And uh, this weekend we celebrate uh, uh, what he did, what he accomplished at the cross, and what he accomplished in his resurrection, um, bearing our sins on the cross in his body, um, taking the penalty that we also rightfully deserved when all of us have failed, all of us have sinned, all of us have fallen short. Christ did not, and he took the penalty for our sin, and he rose in victory on Sunday. Today may be Friday, but, Zach, Sunday is coming. Um, so we re we're, we're uh, obviously remembering the resurrected Savior this weekend. Um, Jesus Christ, and of course, I needed to point that out. Uh, I would be uh, wrong not to. So happy I'm correcting Easter. all of uh, all of the Tennessee uh, instead of <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It, it was in a rush. I just got back from work, and we had to get everything together. All good. So, all good. We're here. So Zach, it, it's been a wild. It's been a wild series so far. Um, good. We got a lot of things to discuss pertaining the. Uh, series with South Carolina. We'll get a little preview in for uh, hopefully tomorrow, a game that we can get in. Forecast doesn't look too great, doesn't look too promising, but we'll discuss it no, nonetheless because, you know, that that is going to be the rubber match. Um, and some basketball news. Pieces are already moving, Zach. Um, pieces are moving away. Uh, some pieces are moving in. Um, obviously, we know that Matt McMahon needs to do some work in terms of the basketball roster, get some talent in, get some competitive guys in, get some guys who can uh, uh, do what they need to do so we can actually compete in the SEC. 
and we'll discuss uh, what we've seen uh, already. All right, Zach. Phew. Phew, phew, phew. This series, man. <laughs> I've got to, I, I, I've been meaning to say this on the show, Zach, and I have not said it. I've, I've failed to say it, but I have been meaning to say it. This series worried me more than the Arkansas and the Tennessee series. Okay. I, I have been worried about this series, watching how South Carolina has played, um, the fact that we have to go to South Carolina. Um, I have been worried about it, and the worries have been backed up <laughs> with the way yeah. this series has gone so far. And, man, Zach, it, it – oh, for a while there, it felt like the – I mean, when it rains, it pours, right? It felt like, I mean, <laughs> literally and metaphorically. I, I mean, and physically literally and figured like everything. And so, man, to snatch today's win was awesome. But let, let, I mean, let, we'll do a little detail, Zach, analysis on it so we can break it down. Zach, what are your thoughts on Thursday night's game? I, I mean, obviously, just a. I mean, just a crappy game that looked like it was going to be a great game, but ended up being really yeah. crappy. Um, I mean, what are your initial thoughts coming off of, of that of that game specifically? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously you knew it was going to be a little different uh, when Paul Skeens gave up two homers. Um, that's just so unlike him. He hasn't done that all season. And he gave up two in one game to South Carolina. And – you know, obviously, on the first one, part of the reason, you know, that that happened was because you had an error that uh, put an extra guy on base. And so that's a that's a run that he didn't earn. But, you know, it's points yeah. that were on the board that shouldn't be. And unfortunately, you know, LSU has struggled some with fielding this weekend. Um, and. You know, you're not going to be number one in fielding percentage after this weekend because you've had a rough weekend fielding-wise. But, you know, they get an extra guy on. You know, if you if you don't have that blunder, you know, then it's only one home run. You know, it's only one point that he gives up. Um, and then, obviously, I mean, you really – it really it comes down to the weather delay. Yep. Because this game looks completely different whenever Paul Skeens yep. is in the game. Um, I wholeheartedly believe it would have not even been it would it would not have been the game at all um, that it was on Thursday night if Paul Skeens is able to stay in that ball game and, and keep going. Uh, but because of the long delay, they had to pull him. Uh, obviously, they pulled their starter as well. And you know, for game one, I, I did find it rather odd that the first few guys you bring in for game one of the series is, is Dutton and, and, uh, and Buckham, Bucknum, uh, Nate, Bucknum, Michael Bucknum, Michael Bucknum, um, you know, and Will Helmers. I, I found that rather odd, uh, considering how massive game one was. And also considering that game two and game three were very, very iffy with the weather. I figured Jay would have, probably done a lot more to try and win that game and you're in a 3-1 ball game it's close um and man to 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 
put the guys out there that he did was very questionable for me. I think that's the biggest question mark of game one. Like, why did we do that? Uh, and, you know, I I understand you want to save your arms for game two and game three, but, I mean, Jay knew what was coming with the weather. I mean, it's it's highly, highly unlikely that we that we even see a game three. And, like, Jay knows that. Jay knows that. So it was very interesting to me that despite knowing that, that he put in three guys that have hardly seen any SEC play, um, have almost no experience in SEC play this season. Um, really, really questionable, but I trust Jay. Um, I trust Jay. I, I still wonder why I would like to get an explanation on that. Um, we haven't really. I mean, I understand why he – won't want to hold his guys out, but I'm just like, but considering the weather, man, like, why didn't you try to go get that game? Like, it was a three-to-one ball game. You were in it. LSU scored five runs in that game, right? Um, That was a big thing for me. It was just – and I'll say this too, Reagan, and I, I, hate, I always hate doing this, but it seems like it's just been this year, Reagan. Like, for some reason this year, the strike zone has been all – over the place like in a lot of these series and 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 i'm not saying that just like it's been one-sided toward lsu because like for a lot of these sec series it's been really bad umpiring period for both teams and it was the same way thursday night last night and it was the same way today like i just don't understand i mean last night trey morgan got rung up twice on what should have been walks. Um, just completely just befuddling me, some of the pitches that these guys are calling balls and some of the pitches that they're calling strikes. Like, very, very inconsistent umpiring by the SEC all around. I'm not complaining just for LSU, but all around just very questionable umpiring so far halfway through this season and yeah. in the SEC play. Just really can confusing to me why it's this bad <laughs> i don't remember it being this bad uh in years past but man it's been all over the place yeah and that affected your game i know it affected south carolina's but specifically last night you know whenever lsu is in a situation that we're they're in and trying to claw their way back into the game and look i'll give it to south carolina look south carolina they hit on skeins i mean was skeins you know was he like you know getting dominated no by no means but you know, they, they still had eight strikeouts. He still had eight innings. strikeouts in the amount of time. Like, he wasn't getting dominant. But they they hit his mistakes. They punished his mistakes. And Which they're known they for. Took oppor- they're known for. They, they took opportunities. Uh, yeah. They took advantage of their opportunities. So, you know, to be in that situation, you know, and have the, the umpiring that we've had these last two games, and specifically Thursday night. Like, Thursday night, it really, really hurts you being down and trying to catch up. Like, there's two instances where the umpires ended innings that were very promising for LSU. When Trey Morgan was up to bat, obviously you had Cruz about to come up. You had first and second, and he rings Trey Morgan up. He rings Trey Morgan, and, and that was the second. And that was the second strike. I mean, if he if he gets the call that he should have gotten, then he's it's first it's bases juiced, one out for Dylan Cruz. And yeah. you know, there's no telling. We know what could happen. I know. I know. Ultimately, that Cruz ended up striking out the next at bat. But 
it, you know, Trey getting on base completely changes his approach at the plate. So it's just, it was very frustrating to me having to watch that. Like, and then, the, I mean, to be honest, the commentators are straight garbage, man. Really bad. All, you know, no disrespect, I guess disrespect, you know, but I want to say no disrespect, but disrespect <laughs> to, to South Carolina gives you some better baseball. Like I understand South Carolina baseball is not as big, you know, over there as it is in, in, in Baton Rouge at, at LSU, but good grief, finding some better commentators. These guys there are. There were most- several times that it was like a they were looking at like change up and they were calling it a fastball. Yeah, and I'm I like, know, it was clear what are you? Like, <laughs> it's like they hardly even know baseball, man. Oh man. And like, you know, every time South Carolina hits like a pop fly, they're like, oh, you know, freaking <laughs> out, losing their freaking mind. And then today, you know, like Gavin, it was just all, all around. Uh, today, Gavin Dugas his one out, and it's just like, man, there's a high fly ball to outfield, and it's gone. Gavin Dugas, right. it's a grand – like, dude, it's been miserable. It, and and I know for – I'm speaking for a lot of LSU fans. It it's has been week. miserable to watch. <laughs> it, it The umpiring, uh, the injuries, Pitching. the rain – the the commentators, South Carolina hitting dingers on you all like left and right last night. The bullpen absolutely crapping the bed last night. I mean, <laughs> all of it, all of it, just miserable, miserable baseball to watch. But thank God we had today, and we had yeah, the no eighth kidding. and the ninth inning. Um, no kidding. Listen, I, I'm going to be honest. LSU has played bad baseball for the – entirety of these series outside outside of Jordan Thompson, Kay Beloso here and there, and the eighth the eighth inning and the ninth inning of of today's game. Like that it, it's been bad. It's been bad. Uh the bullpen has been really, really bad bad outside of a couple of guys. Um but it's just all around been a terrible weekend. And I say all that to say to be able to be where you're at right now, where you're at one and one in the series, that's massive. It's been your worst, it's been your worst weekend. It's been your worst weekend. Yeah. Everything's been miserable from the commentating to the umpiring to the hitting to every, everything to the bullpen. Right. Everything's been absolute to the rain. Everything's been absolutely miserable. And you're sitting at where you're sitting at right now at one and one. And yeah. I'll say this I made a comment, I made a tweet, and I'm, I'm going to stand by it. I made a tweet today. That raised some questions. Uh, I know me and Pooh Bear kind of went back and forth a little bit on it. Not not in a bad way, but, you know, I said, you know, this team is not as good as we expected. And it's not because, and I said, part of that is because of the injuries. The injuries, unfortunately, have led to this team not being as good as we expected them to be. Because we expected this bullpen to be a lot better. We expected the starting pitching to be a lot better. And unfortunately... It hasn't been as good as we thought. Now, am I saying that this team is bad? No. Am I saying that this team has no shot at making it to Omaha? No. Am I saying that this team is, you know, is not going to compete for a national championship? No. I'm saying that this team, because of injuries and because of other pitchers in the bullpen that are really struggling with command, are not as good as we thought they would be. The pitching. The pitching. The hitting's there. We know about. I don't have to. I don't have to discuss that. I don't have to argue that. I don't have to debate that. I don't. I don't. I mean, we already know what the what the hitting is. Now they're gonna they're gonna have days like they've had this weekend 
where they, you know, and I mean, honestly, this weekend, I mean, they just put up eight points, yeah. right? And last night they put up five points in what in, in a game where you really didn't feel like there was any offense at all, and you put up five points. The offense, I'm not as concerned about the offense. The pitching is very worrisome because of the injuries. Jaden Newt is out for the year uh, with injury. Uh, Caleb Appleby is out of the year with injury. Grant Taylor is out for the year with injury. We're hearing potentially that Chase Shores might be out for the rest of the year with injury. Nate Ackenhausen is dealing with the hamstring injury. And then you had the injury today with Garrett Edwards. Did um, not look good. Did not that did look not look good. good. That look did not look bad. good. Now, you don't know what you were going to get out of Caleb Appleby, and you don't know what you're going to get out of Jade Newt. But the four other guys, you know what you've gotten out of them. And Grant Taylor. And yeah, with Grant Taylor, Garrett Edwards, Nate Ackenhausen, and uh, Chase Shores. Those guys have been really good. Really good. And Grant Taylor was poised to have a really, really – now, we don't know because we have, he hasn't been in the season, but Caleb um, – Grant Taylor was poised to have a very good year. He was poised to be a weekend starter. And that hurts, man. It hurts. You look back yeah. at some of these games like – Game three versus Texas A&M. You look at uh, game one versus Arkansas. You look at game three versus Tennessee. You know, those are games that you were in, but you let slip away because of the lack of pitching that you had. And so, yeah, this, this team is not as good as we thought it would be because of the pitching. But then you look at Gavin Guidry and Griffin Herring and Bryce Collins had a good outing, right? Recently has had a couple of good outings recently. The pieces are there to still put this together. I mean, with the pitching staff, and you know, it's not an elite pitching staff. It's it's a good pitching staff with an elite pitcher. Paul Skeens is elite. Paul Skeens yeah. is a pro pitcher. Uh yeah. and he's pitching on a and on a good pitching staff. They're not great yet. I'll say that. They're not great yet. They have the potential to be you know, Christian Little has the potential to really come along here in the second half of the season and be, you know, a potential, you know, closer, potential, you know, starter if we need him because of all these injuries, potential, you know, really good long relief guy. Thatcher Hurd has the tools to be a really good starter, right? Yeah. I mean, the tools are there. It's just a matter of LSU putting them together. And unfortunately, this weekend, we the result that we have seen on the field has been because of a lack of those tools being put put together on this pitching staff. And that's why you have what you have this weekend. Luckily, you have an LSU offense that has been led by veteran leadership that has kept you in this weekend series. Yeah, yeah. So with the pitching, like – I, I I mean I, I gotta agree with what you're saying, but I in terms of the starting pitching, like I think it's just because it's kind of piling on right now. Like it feels like the last few weekends it's, it's been really piling on. But we know that guys like Ty Floyd can be that guy. Uh, I yeah, mean he was sure. that guy at the end of the year last year. I mean he was your only trustworthy starter. He's just not um, consistent right now. If he can get to where he lands his breaking ball for a strike, he cannot 
he, for whatever reason, he cannot get it over for a strike right now. Um, and, and when you're kind of a one-trick pony in the SEC, They're it's just off. not going to go. I mean, it's just not going to go. And, and he's been walking guys way too much, and, and that's due to the fact that he can't get swing and miss. He can't locate his breaking ball. Therefore, his fastball is not something that he can blow by someone because they're they know that he can't land his breaking ball. So I, I, it, it's it's tough, but I, I really think that Ty Floyd can get it together, and, and you can have two really solid starters. Um, yeah. What really worries me the most, um, which I, I need to say this, Zach, I think this still needs to be said. Um, the staff is still better than it was last year. Um, it's better than it was last year. You have more arms than you had last year. Um, and by the end of the season, I, I think that will be very clear. Um, but what what has really concerned me is, is the fact that today Garrett Edwards held his elbow the way he did, and, and that pitch it just did not look pretty. Yes. That's huge. Like yeah. like that's huge. That's going to be a real brutal loss. Um, but the good thing is you also see Gavin Gidry come in in a. I mean, a huge, huge moment. I mean, not not just the, the the bottom of the ninth, but you bring him in in the eighth, the bottom of the eighth, after you just tied it up. Like, you're trusting in a true freshman, Gavin Gidry, to go out there and put two zeros in an SEC series when, like we've been talking about, everything's gone completely to crap, it feels like. And you throw a true freshman out there against this South Carolina lineup, and he gets the job done. Like that, like we cannot mistake how massive, massive that was. Yeah. You, uh, I, I mean, that, that day when moment, you lost your, your best reliever. Yes. That, that's a moment that Gedward, Garrett Edwards has been called into. Like yeah. that's a moment you bring your, your absolute best. And of course, with things how things have transpired, you can't get your absolute best out there right now. And Gavin Gidry goes out there and, and deals. And he his breaking ball was, I mean, I know you weren't watching it, but Zach, that breaking ball was landing. Oh, it's for nasty. Strikes. I've watched it, was, it. It was filthy. I mean, yeah. he was fooling pitchers. Their, I mean, their batters, their batters were off balanced. He was mixing his pitches. He's had great velocity, great spin on his breaking ball. I mean, it's a big looping breaking ball that comes from the top of the zone and falls in. It, I mean, it's really good stuff for a true freshman. Um, and, and if you're dealing with a lot of injuries, you're going to need that guy to pitch a lot more. Uh, yeah. And that was really promising. And, and you're right, Griffin Herring, I mean, geez, there's two familiar. outings now that, that has looked great. I mean, looked yeah. really great. I mean, he got into some jams today, but he worked himself out of it. Um, so we'll 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 keep our fingers crossed with Chase Shores and and with Ty Floyd. I, I'm more concerned about Ty Floyd. Chase Shores, we don't really know. I think obviously Nate Nate uh, Ackenhausen will eventually be back. I mean, his is a hand. Who knows? Maybe longer. maybe Javon Coleman can can come eventually around here in the next month or yeah. so. And he's been throwing, you know, he's been throwing bullpen and whatnot is what we've been hearing. So, look, the staff is deeper. It, it may, it may not be like you said, elite. And I agree, I agree with that. It's not elite. Um, you do have one elite pitcher, um, but 
you can have more depth and and more talent, especially um, in this pin than you did last year, and and that's going to benefit you in the long run. And and I don't think we need to overlook that. I think in the moment we can look at this and be like, gosh, this is terrible. It's horrible. You know, everything's falling apart. You know, this is nowhere near what we thought it would be. But like, you know, we 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 gotta like not overreact with how crappy everything has been. Also, I mean, it's been really crappy. So we can't we we can't fall into a pit and just be like, well, our pitching staff is just like crap. Like we know that it, it can be a whole lot better than it is right now, and we know guys like Ty Floyd, uh, Thatcher Hurd. Uh, you know, guys that seem to be upcoming, Griffin Herring, giving Gavin Gidry, like it can be a lot better in in a few weeks. It's just been a bad weekend. I mean, weather delays really screwed you. And I mean, when something like that happens, which again, I, I do question the thought process of Jay, which I trust Sammy Dutton. Like I really would have liked Sammy Dutton to come back out. I, I didn't understand. Like, Sammy comes in and puts up a zero. He struggled a little bit, but he put up a zero. And he go to Micah but- Bucknam. Like, Sammy had had Sunday starting, you know, experience in the SEC last year. Yeah. Like, he was your starter for a lot of Sundays. So, he's got SEC experience, and he hasn't been bad. So, why pull – that was my question. I didn't mind throwing Sammy out there. Because you're in a close game, if you save your arms for tomorrow and Sammy comes in and does better than what you expect him to do and you 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 steal game one after losing Paul Skeens, that would be huge. Yeah. But but you gotta leave Sammy in. Don't bring Micah Bucknam in, right? I, I, that's yeah, I that's that. the one I question. That yeah. is, is that decision. And at that point, like once everything blew open, I mean it was like just save your arms. Just I mean, save your arms. Point. Yeah. Um, so as crappy as it been though, Zach, you are in the number six team country own stadium. Which and play one is complete one. garbage. 325 down the lines, 380 dead center. Yeah, like it, what is a this? A field. high school softball field? Like yeah. no wonder team you're like, leading the country in homers, bro. You're you're Ole playing Miss, on a high school field. Tennessee. South Carolina, like we need to get some minimums. We, we need to get, we need to up the minimum on these baseball parks because 380 real, dead center, that's 25 feet shorter than, yeah, bro. than good, our dead good. center. It's brutal. Brutal. You no hit a no pop wonder. Fly, no wonder they, they're leading the country in homers, bro. They, they just hit a long pop fly and it's gone. Yeah. Like, like, uh, Jordan Thompson sent an at like that. His two home runs have been like you gone. look at them, they're like, they're like, you know, their Way bleachers are really me. high up. And it's like in the third row, like very top. And I'm like, geez, that was a freaking nuke. And then I'm like, wait, that's probably like, you know, <laughs> that's probably like middle row in Alex Box. <laughs> like it's not the top. Like it ain't going out the park. That's for sure. So uh, anyways, it, it has been a bad series. Petri is the real deal. Um, that yeah. dude is serious. I mean, stupid, talented. Um he should enter the portal and come to LSU. That's what I'm. Honestly, that's what I'm thinking. What, is he, what position does he play? <laughs> uh, right field. So, yeah, come on, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's been rough, but you're in it, and you can go take the series if you if you're able to. And look, if you're not able to finish the series because you have to get a game in tomorrow or the series is over. Yeah. Um. 
you split, and I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. fine with that. I'm I okay. am perfectly fine with that. That's a um, win for LSU, honestly, <laughs> considering the weekend they've had. You know, honestly, I you know, I, going into the the weekend, my and I've told you this, Zach. When you go on the road in the SEC, especially when you're going to the number six team country, the number six team in the country, like get two. Like I, I don't care if you sweep, just get two. So if we get two tomorrow, like I'm a, like if we win tomorrow, I'm elated. Massive. Like, I mean huge. Like a lot of people are upset that we haven't been sweeping. Guys, you're it playing is a not that big a deal. Schedule, by the way. You're yeah, you you're A and M number 15 in the country, which they're unranked now, so obviously they were not as good. But you went to college station, you captured two. Five Arkansas's number five in the country. They're still very good. Tennessee's number at, at the time number was 10. number 10 in the country, and you took two from them. And now you're facing number six in the country, South Carolina at South Carolina. If you capture two out of three out of all of those, hey, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I don't care what Vanderbilt's doing at 10 and 0. I don't care. Yeah, beat teams like who real. they played. Ole Miss, Mizzou is this weekend. Not good. Um, I think maybe Georgia. Georgia Not was good. another one. Yeah, exa- exactly. So I, I could care less. We're yeah, playing the really the best of the best in the SEC right now. Yeah, the, the schedule has been you're playing all of the best teams at the beginning. All of them. So Kentucky's next week. Kentucky's next week. They're number 10 in the country. <laughs> so it's look, it don't get any better. It, it, this is the SEC grind, and you get two out of three every weekend. Man, if you go 20 and 10, oh, they played I'm state good. too. I'm good. If you if you get 20 out of 10, that's great. That's great SEC uh, uh, uh conference record. But look, this team's gonna sweep somebody. It's gonna sweep somebody. Um, so it's don't worry about the two on. and threes. <laughs> don't worry about the two and threes. It's eventually it's gonna come. Um, but I'm saying if it never does, it's okay. But so Zach, let's look a little bit at game three. We've we've kind of chit chit chatted enough about the first two games. Um, yeah. My 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 biggest uh, uh, highlight though is Gavin Gidry by far of the series. By far. The Gavins, bro. The Gavins. The, the, Gavin yeah, and Gavin. The two Gavins. Uh, obviously, I mean, golly, Gavin Dugas. What a story. Look, your your Louisiana guys seem to step up to the plate all the time. Hey, dude, and on a weekend where Tommy White hasn't been good, I mean, he had well, the one. He had the homers. Good. He's had two homers, so he's been pretty good. Yeah, you're – well, Dylan Cruz mainly. Dylan, Dylan Cruz, Cruz hasn't had his weekend. No. Dylan Cruz has not had a good weekend. Trey Morgan – has had an okay weekend. He's gotten screwed by the umps already like three times this weekend. But, like, your veteran guys, like your fifth-year guys, Kay Beloso, Gavin Dugas, they've been – and then Jordan Thompson as well. They've been the guys that have been really, really stepping up. JT carried you in game one, and he carried you uh, at the beginning of of game two um, with the two-run shot. He had our uh because he had a yeah. two run shot yesterday and today, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love so, his bat he, celebration, by the way. Just dropping the bat. It's yeah, great. dude. Just, that, that's just good stuff. dismount. I love it. Stuff. I love it, bro. So, so game I mean, three, Zach. Go, go ahead. Vets. I was just saying it's been your vets. It's yeah, been it, your it vets. Has been. It has been. And and you're still in it. And Dylan Cruz hasn't had a great week. I mean, I mean, that that that, that shows you just how good this team is. Um, so game three. 
Um, pitching's a little thin. I, I mean, it, it, it's a little thin. Right now, um, Zach, I need to go look at that text. Jay Johnson, and this was as of today. Jay Johnson said Christian Little Thatcher heard Bryce Collins, Riley Cooper were available for the next game. Uh, four guy, four arms there, and that was uh, in lieu of today, I, I think. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, it, it, you, obviously, if you get a game in, I think that opens up a little bit more for some guys. Uh, I think Griffin Herring's done for the week. He, he pitched a lot today, yeah, uh, obviously. I think that you could potentially bring Gavin Gidry back. He didn't. He didn't even pitch thirty pitches today. He pitched the final two innings. Yeah, you could bring um, him back. I think. I think if you, since we're having one more day, uh, instead of turning around and playing a game tonight, I think he maybe could give you an inning or two. And Dutton, um, right? Uh, was Dutton mentioned? Yes, in that? Dutton. Yes, I don't Dutton know why he did one inning. One yeah, inning. He one single inning on, on, on Thursday. He could yeah. definitely come back. So. You have arms available, not your best. You need your offense to come alive. You you really need your offense to come alive. Good thing is South Carolina is TBA. You know, you've seen their best two starters. You've seen their best two starters. Um, which by the way, Mahoney uh Mahoney Dude, that was awesome. He said something a little too soon. Because yeah. next inning he got two bombs on him. Uh, in, in the Christian translation, he said, you can't mess with me. <laughs> and then else yeah. you came up and popped two dangers on him. him. They messed with him a little bit. <laughs> and sent him to the bench. So game three tomorrow is, is TBA for South Carolina. Uh, as of right now, it's Christian Little uh, for LSU, which I'm okay with. You know, I think Christian Little has shown some flashes. Um, so yeah. we'll see we're how good, he handles good the South Carolina. Night. Yeah, he, he, I think he looked pretty solid Tuesday night. Um, and, and look, you just got to go out there and you got to battle. I mean, that's what you did today. Um, so that's what you're gonna have to do again. Uh, yeah. This lineup of South Carolina is 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 no joke. I mean, it's it's the real deal. Really uh, Karras and and Wilmer Karras and and Petrie back and all three of them back in a, that's that's murderers row that's that's what other teams are thinking when you got to face Gavin Dugas Morgan Cruz White like like they're that yeah. uh, uh, for us and and it's brutal and so you're, you 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 got to go out there and you got to put up zeros on, on the board which I think some of the, like I you know at their best. At their very best, Little Hurd and and Cooper, like <laughs> that sounds really good. But do you get their best, or do you get yeah. recent Thatcher Hurd? You know, do you get recent Thatcher Hurd, Cooper, and Little? But at their best, I mean, at their best, like Thatcher Hurd and Cooper and Little are all guys competing for the for the weekend rotation. So if you get their best tomorrow, like you like your chances. Um, yes, but if not, we'll we'll see how it goes. I I really don't know how. I don't know what to say about tomorrow's game. If there, there is, there probably a game. won't be a game. Let's be honest. Um, yeah. rain this rain looks probably, bad. It looks yeah. really bad. I don't really even know why they. I think they just threw out that time because that was their original planned time. Yeah, uh, right. before they went to the doubleheader, and so I think they said, "Hey, let's let's go with the schedule time that we had on." Uh, originally before yeah. we before we rescheduled um so we'll just see how it goes <laughs> yeah and, of, 
that's probably they're probably also doing that so they can give some time to you know say okay we're gonna push back we're gonna push back an hour we're gonna push and, and then you yeah. know eventually the the pushback keeps happening um because man it's gonna it's gonna pour tomorrow i wonder what I tomorrow to... evening looks like what tomorrow uh, i think it's gonna be the same uh let's like because it's raining from like now through the entire day like maybe in the evening time tomorrow Maybe you could get something. I don't know though. Doubtful. Doubtful. Uh, let's see. I'm looking at now. Yeah, it's just rain for forever, pretty much <laughs> for forever. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we'll have to see how it goes tomorrow. Maybe the good Lord will. Uh, I don't know. Push them. Push them north. Push them. Yeah, probably based on the radar I'm looking. You maybe it'll stay north of of Columbia. And maybe you'll get a little window to 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 capture a game. We need, we need a strong um, wind to just push it north. Yeah. yeah. So a, as of right now, though, it, it looks doubtful. And if it doesn't happen, you split the series in an away series against the number six team in the country. Um, which, by the way, a lot of people are like, "We're the number one team in the country. We're out here, blah blah blah, with South Carolina." Like, it just isn't like that in baseball. Like, correct. You go to the number six team in the country and you go to their house. I don't care what you're ranked. It's going to be stupid hard. Um, and it's like that in the SEC every every weekend. All right, Zach. I think we need to hit a quick break um, and come back and discuss briefly uh, the basketball news transfers out and in um, because we need to wrap the show up here in about five minutes or so. Uh, so let's hit a quick break, and then we'll come back, maybe look at a few comments and discuss the basketball transfers before we wrap the show up. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem, and at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein Stevens, attorney at law. All right, Zach, do we have any comments we need to address? I do want to address... Adam B's. Yeah, we had a couple of comments. Uh, Adam, I, I highlighted a couple of them. Adam B said our base running and lack of attempts of advancing the runners have been abysmal. There hasn't been many opportunities to advance runners in, the, in this series. But Not in this think, series, but last series, uh, I think, is what he's referring to, which, you know, you want two or three. Um, I'll say this, Reagan, man. It seems like yep. it seems like they, you know, if they get a guy on second and they have no outs, they're not moving him over. But if they get a guy on second with two outs, bro, he's coming around. <laughs> like, dude, it's like every time, like every time we got zero outs and we hit a double, you know, or or whatever, <laughs> we get a guy on second, no outs, we can't get him in for the life of us. But, yeah. if, but if we struck out swinging or struck out looking the first two guys and the next guy hits a single and then a wild pitch gets a second, you better believe a homer or a single <laughs> or double is coming. Like – that, that's been that LSU. It's been well, hilarious. Uh, Peyton said Jay gave game one away, and he has made his bed now. 
got to lay in it with laying uh, with playing off, put it, playing, playing offense over defense. If the offense doesn't go, which there will be games, it won't. It won't. We will suffer. You got. You got to get the bullpen together. Honestly, I don't know. I, there's there's one position I'll agree with you on, Peyton, uh, on the field. Other than that, the defense. I, I, I haven't. I don't. Have, I mean, I know it's been a little bit rough this weekend, but the, I don't have any complaints about the defense. Um, but your latest comment, Adam B. And Peyton, their latest comments. Uh, All right, let's look at really, it. Peyton said, I'm not shocked by the homers of Skeens. It was coming as hard as he throws plus a yeah. small bar. Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. the small bar ballpark. You know, probably a couple of those that they hit, you know, are probably fly balls in, in Alex Box, you know. Yeah. Probably not. I can't. I don't think the second one was, but the – I don't no, think Petries would have been. Petries would have been gone. Petries would have been gone. Um but I can't remember who hit the other one. I think that that one kind of like squeaked I think over. It was the one after Petri and went back into the bull, the one that went in the right field bullpen. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it yeah, barely. Yeah, that probably would have stayed in. Brewer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ali Boy is joining us. Ali Boy, good to have What's you up, in here, bro. Said we're spitting facts. Uh, nothing but facts here. <laughs> uh, you know, we're just perfect. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Adam B said the Jones and Brady Neal at bats kill our momentum most of the time. This is I I've got to agree with this and put, go ahead and pop up Peyton's comment to to follow. I don't know. Up. I don't know about Brady. I, I I would disagree with Brady Neal. I think Brady Mill has had some really, really good at bats as a freshman. Like he's taken some. Now he has, but it's this not weekend, enough. This weekend, no. But and he's also got he's got the pop. Are we? I mean, I know you lost the game, but he put you in the game against Arkansas. You know he he did. I it's just not enough. And he hit one off Dolander. It, I, I don't think Dolander. it's enough. Peyton I, I said if you play Malazzo, should definitely be in the lineup. Yeah, too many strikeouts from Neil. I I, I have to that. agree with them. I Jones, yes. Neil, um, Jones, no. Oh, come on, Zach. Jones is batting like three thirty something with nine home runs. Come on. I'm saying the strikeouts. I'm not saying whether well, or not he needs. Neil to be been in. striking out a whole lot lately. So a has whole lot. so has Jones. I'm pretty, sh- but but Neil's batting two fifteen, three home runs. If you're batting 336 with nine home runs, I can deal with the strikeout. That's I can't completely, deal with completely the fair. I'm just saying, you know, if you're striking out a lot, you, you know, if we're going to talk about just striking out a lot, Jones. Well, we're not. That's my point, though. It's not just about the strikeouts. With Brady yeah. Neal, I think his defense is good, but it ain't as good. De- Brady Neal's defense ain't near as good as Malazzo's, and I don't think his bat is good enough to keep him in the lineup over what Malazzo brings. And Malazzo ain't been bad at the plate, folks. He no, really he's ain't been he's that hitting bad. 393. Like, I know he may not hit it out like Brady will. Brady will hit it out every now and then. Mm-hmm. But I just don't think it's enough to keep Malazzo. So, I really think Malazzo should start. So, just to discuss that very quickly, Alex Malazzo is hitting 393 currently. It is a small, yeah, it's a small, uh, small yeah. sample size. You know, I know. And again, I know, I know, I argued that with with K Beloso, but I mean, he's hitting three ninety three right now, so you know, I don't disagree. I don't disagree there. He's only struck out six times. Jared Jones, 
leads the team in strikeouts. Yes. Oh, no doubt. No 38 doubt. strikeouts. Yeah. And the next closest is Brady Neal with 27. Yeah, it's it's too many for Malaga, a guy like Malazzo to be sitting on your bench. It's way too many. He uh, Malazzo is an elite defender. I mean, how many times do we say when Malazzo's out there, don't run on Malazzo? Like, the the ability to block pitches, the ability to throw guys out, I think tops what Brady Neal can do at the plate. Like, and all again, Malazzo really ain't. Like, Malazzo's going to do just as good as what Brady Neal's doing at the plate, but he's a better defender. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Hey, Ted, and he can bunt. And Which is very true. I don't understand keeping Malazzo out when Brady has been number one. Like you said, he's he's number two on the team in strikeouts. But also, yeah. the dude should be a senior in high school. I'm not knocking him for his age, but let the dude grow and mature a little bit under Malazzo. Put Malazzo, the vet, in. Let him go out there and do what he does behind the plate. And every now and then, Malazzo's going to get you something. Right now, yeah. Neil is a freshman that looks solid behind the plate and can do some good things at the offense behind the plate. And when he's up to bat, he can do some good things. I But Malazzo brings so much defensively. I just don't think it's enough. He needs to start. I, I really don't know what the infatuation with Brady Neal is to continue to start him over Malazzo. But Malazzo is good enough. He should be in the lineup. He should be maybe we, maybe we see a change tomorrow. We will see. Okay, briefly, uh, Zach, we, we could, uh, the basketball transfers. We need to get to it. Well, I'll say I'll say this one thing, and then let's move okay. on. Um, the biggest reason I believe that Brady Neal is getting put over Malaz right now is because he's left, and I think that's the reason. I, I understand. I understand. I understand. I completely understand everything you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with anything you're saying. Yeah. I completely agree. I'm saying because he's a lefty, that's probably why he's in the True. lineup because you're going to face a lot of righties. And then, you know, when you face the lefties, you know, I, I, I would like to see more of Malazzo, though, when there's lefties. When, you know, when, when you're going to face lefty, put Malazzo in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I mean, even if they're facing a righty, you know, he, deserve, he deserves a look. I said the same thing about K. Beloso, so, and, I, and, I, and I stood by it. And so if I'm going to say this, same thing about Cable Oso. I didn't say the same thing about Alex Malazzo. He has proven that he can hit the ball. He did it on Tuesday night. He's proven that he can move runner, runners over, which Adam B has mentioned and we have mentioned has been a struggle. Give him a shot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but no, look, Neil has a bright future, a super bright future. But let Malazzo like have his year. Like, I guess I'm yeah. pretty sure this is it for him. Maybe. Probably. But like, let him have it. it it's his. I don't feel like he should have lost it. All right, Zach, basketball, real quick. Yep. Um, you, you've had a lot go out, and and I don't think it's a bad thing. Like after this season, you you need to purge a little bit. Um, you need yeah. to reevaluate. And look, Matt McMahon, I think is is doing that. Um, some more news in that front. Adam Miller has announced today he's transferring. So as of right now, Zach, that's seven guys from this team that is either declared for the draft or is transferring, and only one of them is declared for the draft. Um, um, Cornelius, Will Cornelius, Cornelius Williams is gone. Both the justices are transferring out. That's three. Kendall Coleman is transferring. That's four. Um, Adam Miller, that's five. He's transferring. And, oh, shoot, 
what's the other one? Oh man. Williams going to the draft. Yep. Yep. Man, I'm drawing a blank on it. The two Justice William, Justice Hill, Justice William, Kendall Coleman's yeah, transfer. I did not know Justice Oh, Sean Phillips. Sean Phillips. Sean Phillips. Sean Phillips. Yeah, he announced. Yeah. And, and then KJ's going to the draft. KJ's going. To, so that's right. seven guys. I really would have liked Sean Phillips to stay. Uh, that that's one that I, that out of all of those, Adam Miller. Like even some will be like, really, you're you're upset. You know, Sean Phillips is leaving, but not Adam Miller. Yes. I think Sean Phillips had some great upside uh, as a freshman, uh, and, and he yeah, showed some correct. flashes as a freshman. Like he looked good um, at times, and his size is undeniable. Um, I would have liked for him to stay. Sucks to see I him. Mean, he won you. He won you the first game. Yeah, of the yeah, right. Um, so I would have liked to see him stay, but it is what it is. You, you need to clean house. Yeah. Um, that's the news on the front of guys going out. Guys coming in, local guys, local Louisiana yep. guys. Matt McMahon's kind of taking a page out of Brian Kelly's book, going to get some grad transfer, not grad transfers, but guys who are like, well, Jordan Wright is a grad transfer. Grad, Jordan Wright is a grad But Jalen Cook going into his senior season. You know, guys who wanted to play it, at, probably wanted to play at LSU growing up. Jalen Cook did play at LSU but transferred out with a crowded room at the time with Will Wade. Uh, Jalen Cook, by the way, went over to Tulane and had a has had some great success. Yeah. And people are knocking him for the talent he – like where he played. Guys, he was playing Houston and Memphis. Houston was number one in the country for a long time this year, and he hung 23 on Houston and 17, I believe, won as well. Yeah. So, good – Good on him for Matt McMahon getting Jordan Wright, getting Jalen Cook. You're in the running for Denver Jones, his final six transfer at FIU, who averaged um, who averaged over 20 points this year. Um, and you're in the final five for B.J. Mack, who averaged 16 points, five rebounds at Wolford. He is a big uh, – Denver Jones will be is a guard. So Matt McMahon's hitting the portal. He's hitting it hard. In a, in a lot of running. Zach, what's what's the news on the girls' front? So, obviously, we know um, that we have, a, you know, the, the three girls that are going to be leaving the program because of, you know, uh, going declaring for the WNBA draft. Uh, Jasmine Carson announced that, I believe it was yesterday. Obviously, Daisley Williams and Alexis Morris announced that not long after the national championship win. Right. Um, but, that leaves us with the question, okay, those are the ones going out. Haven't heard anything of any of uh, LSU players that are leaving the program, not yet at least. Um, I don't expect we will see anybody leave the program. We might if it, you know, depending on what happens with players coming in. Because if you have yeah. really good, talented girls coming in, uh, which is going to be the case, you're going to have really good, talented transfer portal players that want to come in because of winning the national championship. That want to play. That want to play for Kim Mulkey. There yep. may be some that leave because of a crowded room or not being able to get playing time. So, um, here's the biggest. Here's the two biggest ones that I've seen so far. Uh, Indaya Rogers, who is a guard from Oregon, yep. uh, really good. One of their main players. Uh, best friends with Angel Reese and has uh -oh. been spotted hanging out with Angel Reese a lot here recently. Okay. She just recently entered the transfer portal and she's hanging out with Angel Reese a lot. Um, also, 
We have uh, Ashley Awasu. I, th- I don't know if I'm, pr- I'm pronouncing that correctly, but Ashley Awasu is, so. an- is another guard that is really f- – I don't know if you've seen her highlights, Reagan, but she is a baller, bro. She's got handled. Yeah, Big 10, you know, dude. all team. Like, Yeah, she's really good. Two, three um, years in a row. She can shoot, and her her ability to pass the ball is just insane. Um, she played at Maryland, which is where years. Angel yeah. Reese, yeah. you know, obviously came from. So those are the two right now that you know are two names to definitely look for uh, yep. with women's college basketball to potentially make their way over to Baton Rouge and join Kim Mulkey and the Fighting Tigers, uh, the national champions. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, maybe more names pop up. Obviously, you have a big freshman class coming in, number one class in the no nation doubt. coming in. So Kim Mulkey is loading up. They're 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 reloading and they're ready. They're going to be ready to compete again next year. And as I've said, and as we've said on here, they very likely will be better next year. <laughs> yeah. All right, Zach. I think we need to hit uh, one final break, and we'll come back and we'll wrap the show up right after this. Make sure you go follow us on. Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, all at Tigers Avenue for daily updates on the show and all things LSU sports. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to click off and hit that subscribe button at Tigers Avenue. We broadcast all of our shows live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, guys, appreciate y'all joining in for this show tonight. Um, although it's been a miserable weekend in terms of LSU baseball, um, they're still in it. And you can go out and win this series tomorrow if they're able to. Maybe the rain will hold off for us. Um, uh, so maybe you can turn this into a great weekend and go capture another top 10 victory uh, on the road um, in the SEC. Uh, would be absolutely massive after what seems like two brutal games. And one of them you pulled – uh, out from the jaws of defeat. Um, maybe they can do that tomorrow. We hope. We sure hope they do. We'll see if the game actually gets played. Uh, one final thing, uh, guys. Happy Easter. Um, we we wish you a happy Easter. I, I, as a pastor, obviously, I want all of you to go to church this Sunday. Be involved. Go hear the gospel. Go hear what Christ has done for you. Um, I, I I encourage all of you to do that. Um, and, and man, if you're, if you're in Jonesboro, Arkansas, you can pull up to Valley View Baptist Church and you can come listen to me preach. I'd, we'd love to have you, but I, I know obviously a lot of y'all probably are not, but go to church, go hear what the, what, uh, what Christ has done for you, uh, this Sunday, go celebrate the resurrected King. So happy Easter, uh, to all of you guys have a great weekend and we'll see you next time here in the Tigers Avenue. Five star hero, take us out. Peace.